All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the King's Council Podcast. We are on part two. Kind of, not really. Nope. Not part two. Well, we talked, we mentioned this yeah. last week. Yeah, we last. teased this, as I say, in there the business. Go. There we go. The business. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. The podcast <laughs> business. <laughs> I mean, some people, it's a good business. It is. Yeah. Very lucrative. We have. You can afford studios like this. <laughs> that ain't because of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh well welcome guys we are going to dive into if you did listen to last week's episode we're going to dive into uh as a continuation we'll call it that right we were we were covering matthew chapter six last week uh and really what i think are are three duties Mm -hmm. three characteristics three uh tasks whatever we want to call it expectations there we go expectations that every christian uh every kingdom entrepreneur should do because it is just an expectation by god and these are jesus's words like right. when you actually give when you actually pray and today we're gonna dive deep here into when you fast yeah yeah and this has been something that's been i've had just felt god kind of laying it on my heart and one of those things where it's like yeah do i really need to fast yeah i like food so much god <laughs> <laughs> right and then i know you actually had had talked about a few weeks ago in bible study yeah 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 and a lot of times i am more convicted than anybody when i go over a particular passage in bible study yeah. w- which is good and we're in the book of acts still a couple weeks ago we're in chapter 13 verse 2 it says as they ministered to the lord and fasted the holy spirit said now separate to me barnabas and saul for the work to which i have called them then having fasted and prayed and laid hands on them they sent them away mm-hmm. so the the immediate correlation is they fasted and the holy spirit spoke so right. i was like hmm, okay right i i like when the holy spirit speaks to me yes. I, I like when i i get guidance and direction in my life mm-hmm. that, especially something like this there's a group of them that were together and when they they fasted the holy spirit spoke and said okay all right paul saul this is the last time he's referred to as saul here then he goes on to the missionary journey and it's paul but paul and barnabas um it's going to be you two leading the way and and this is i mean it's it's big enough deal that it's in scripture and that's because this is when paul was sent out on his first of three missionary journeys right and so again I taught through this. I'm more convicted than anybody that I'm teaching on our Wednesday morning Bible studies. By the way, Wednesday morning Bible studies, um, check it out. Uh, we'll put the the, uh, the link the in link the show, in show notes. notes. How about for that? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If not, you could always check it out. Um, you could always figure out how to get there from our website, joinkingscouncil.com. Anyhow, um, yeah, it's a good time on Wednesday mornings. So I told Lucy, you know, I was convicted. I want to do a fast, and I did. It was just a, a day-long fast, but um, at the end of it, she actually told me, I didn't even tell you that. She said, mm-hmm. that's the first time you ever really fasted. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you what are you talking about, Willis? <laughs> right. What do you mean? She said, this is the first time that, that you've actually fasted the way you're supposed to fast. Mm. And I was like, wow, okay. And I was like convicted more. A lot of times, at least in the case of my wife, she'll say something and I'll immediately um, respond in a uh, yeah. negative way. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll think about it and be like, that's actually right. probably right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, it was just, uh, even just the one day fast, it was so fruitful and 
like you just feel like you're floating on clouds when mm-hmm. you fast the right way and we're gonna go over today like what a fast actually is yep. uh, a right way of doing it a wrong way of doing it like the israelites in isaiah 58 were doing it wrong yeah and, and not finding results from it right yeah oddly enough yeah uh, but yeah man where do you want to start with yeah this? yeah i think that's good i mean it, again back in in um matthew chapter 6 uh verse 16 through 18 uh just kind of along those lines, it says, well, it, and when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, as we right. talked about last week, um, where, you know, they're doing it for uh, for public, you know, admiration. Yep. Yeah. For people to know, like, oh, they must be super religious on that, right? right? Yeah. Um, which they were very religious. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> um, but they were doing it for the wrong reasons. Sure. As you mentioned. And so there is a... a a, a reason to do this and um again it is an expectation for us to do this it, it's i always thought it was like ah that's like old testament stuff like i don't really need to do that and then it's like actually no it's all over the new testament all over <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes um and uh, it's fascinating it's fascinating yeah so. a lot of times we we pray and honestly probably a lot of us don't pray the way we should be praying mm-hmm either sure you know we just talked about it last week going into that that closet that that safe space right close the door behind you and be alone with the lord and then just like vomit just Mm -hmm. everything that's within you just share it get it out before his feet and he will cast those burdens right um but when we think about why we fast and even like what a fast actually is uh Real quick, it's setting aside the physical to gain and the spiritual. It's Mm -hmm. the deliberate abstinence from some form of physical gratification for a period of time in order to activate or achieve a greater spiritual goal. It's literally saying, I need more, I need heaven more than I need anything on earth. Right. And when we fast, that's what we're doing. We're seeking God, we're seeking heaven. And I think the most indicative verse on fasting as to why we fast comes from it's matthew 9 and also luke chapter 5 but i'll read from matthew 9 starting at verse 14 says then the disciples of john being john the baptist came to him being jesus saying why do why do we and the pharisees fast often but your disciples do not fast so john had his own disciples they're fasting they go to jesus they're like Clearly, uh, you're a little more important than the guy we're following. But even we fast. Why do your disciples not fast? Verse 15, Jesus said to them, Can the friends of the bridegroom mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? But the days will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them, and then they will fast. So he's saying... They don't have to fast because I'm with them. The whole point of fasting is to get closer to me. I am already with them. When I'm gone, they will surely fast. Yes. Yes. That's so... So good. Just like the whole point of fasting is not about, it's not like denying food, right? It is about setting this apart, setting aside time to be with the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's truly what it is about. Right. So it back to Lucy saying that I haven't done a real fast. So I've done fast before where, all right, I'm fasting today. I go to work. Yep. Right. And I just d- didn't have the time to, yep. to, 
consecrate myself to the Lord, to spend time yep. with the Lord because I'm at work and I'm physically fasting, yep. right? But I wasn't spiritually fasting. Yeah. And I, I, I don't think it was like the first time I ever really fasted, but it, I would certainly say it was the, the most effective fast that I ever had. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and even, let's say it's not that you can't work while you're fasting. Right. Um, you know, let's say you're doing it. A lot of churches beginning of year, the new year do these 21 day fast or mm -hmm. different things like that. Um, but let's say you're, you're working your normal day. And so when you would normally eat 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, use that time right. to spend with the Lord, use that time to spend in prayer. Like right. now it's like, it's, it's denying the flesh to feed the spirit yeah. specifically the time you'll be feeding your, yes. your flesh yeah. yes that's good. great so good man what else we got here so we got a lot yes so like you said a lot of biblical examples of fasting and not just in the old testament but the new testament as well and you want to run yeah, down this through. list yeah yeah because i when we were kind of prepping for this i'm like all right Let's talk about like specific examples. I didn't realize there's so many times, yeah. like literally anything significant right. that happened. Not that there's anything in the Bible that's not significant, but like any big event or anything that was going on, it yeah. always like started with fasting. Yeah. Right. And then it's like, then, then breakthrough took place. Right. right? It, it, isn't it crazy though, that we know there's an expectation of prayer Yep. to pray. Yep. And, but the expectation of fast isn't there. Right. Most Christians probably don't fast until they do it with their church yeah. at the beginning of the new year. Yeah. And we're, you're missing out. And I think part of the reason a lot of Christians don't fast is there's a lot of Christians that don't actually read the Bible. Yeah. And they, mm -hmm. they count on their church to teach them the Bible. And there's a lot of churches that aren't teaching the Bible. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Yes. Yeah. It's so true. And I just love to, we were kind of joking about this a little bit ago, how science, when it catches up to the Bible, it's right. so amazing. Yeah. Like the the health benefits. This this is how God is just so awesome too. Like mm -hmm. the health benefits alone of fasting are just crazy as far yeah. as like allowing at the cellular level, giving our body a reset. Mm -hmm. Um even if you guys geek out to this, like Google zombie cells and like it, literally they're they're these like cells that, that are kind of dormant but but can cause like cancer and different things like that. And when you fast, it allows them to, to truly die, like the mitochondria to finally die. And then it, it just is, it's incredible that the health benefits yeah. once you actually fast. So do you think when Paul was fasting there in Acts 13, like he was also doing like Wim Hof breathing and maybe cold plunging in, in the Mediterranean over there in the winter time? Probably, probably. No. <laughs> but yeah, it uh, is fascinating. And uh, we say it quite a bit on the, the show is give society enough time, give science enough time. Right. It'll catch up with the Bible eventually. Yeah. 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 And because it's not even like fast so that you can be healthy in the Bible, but it's just like an instructional booklet that, yeah, those things are going to come with this. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So, so let's go through a few just examples of, um, well, you know, really all over again, New Testament and, and Old Testament here yeah. we'll talk about, but why we should fast um and we talked about like just different breakthroughs that actually come into play or happen usually at the commencement of of like fasting and one of them would be first off we've got i think we got like seven here mm -hmm. um to prepare for ministry mm. right and just think of it you know anybody's life and this isn't just for 
pastors or you know ministry leaders or those yeah. like on the mission field it's for all of us like yeah. we are to prepare for ministry um specific example is like this is just what jesus did right like for 40 days <laughs> dude right i i mean i've read some stuff about people fasting truly for 40 days it's, mm. you could die yeah <laughs> right yeah so yeah i think um I, I mean, Dana White just did a water fast for, I think it was like five-day water fast. Oh, yeah? And I think they suggest, like, if you're going to do a water fast, don't do more than five days because you could die. Wow. Yeah. I bet he didn't do it for, like, spiritual purposes, though. No, no. <laughs> no, but just, yeah, if yeah. you're going to do a water fast, consult, well, yeah, consult your doctor. Right. Well, Unless that. they're a woke liberal tard. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah. all doctors are smart, I'll tell you that. Right. Um, but we love the ones that are. Yeah. Uh, we love the ones that aren't. We just prefer not to be around them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so to prepare for ministry. Motive of the heart. Motive of the heart. We talked about that <laughs> yes, last week, yes. right? I Say the it. right thing, but where's your heart? Yes. I love them, just prefer not to be around them, right? right. I can love people from a distance probably better than loving yeah. them up close. Right in your face. Right in your face. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um. Well, yeah, just again, kind of explanation on, on Jesus. 40 days, he went to the wilderness, he, he fasted, he prayed. I just love it that even Jesus did this mm. for crying out loud. He's God. Right. Yet he still went to spend time with the Father, right? He needed that alone time to actually prepare for what he was about to do. Right. And so many of us like want to go do, do, do. I know this. I know as entrepreneurs, we're like, God, use me. Let, let me do this. I'm ready. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. But there is a time where it's like, we have to prepare. We got to be be ready for this. And we may think mentally, emotionally, physically, we're ready for this, but spiritually, yeah, are we are we willing to to seek Him, spend that time with Him, so that we can really truly go the distance here? Yeah, and we just mentioned Saul and Barnabas mm -hmm. and Acts thirteen. They prayed like they were there, ready to go. It's just like, all right, God, where do we go now? So they yep. they fasted. But even Paul. Uh, you know, in chapter nine, if you piece together chapter nine of Acts and Galatians one, there's a three year gap from when he got saved and, you know, he, he started his ministry, but he got ran off and he just kind of disappeared right. for three years into yeah. Arabia. So I got to imagine there was a lot of praying and fasting going on those three years right. to prepare him for his entire ministry. Right. The, the Bible doesn't say much on it, but there's got to be a thing about three years where we don't hear anything totally. from paul like what did he do to be such a, such a beast mm. and so uh instrumental and in, in, i mean he's probably the most influenceable christian to ever walk the earth yes influenceable is that a word i don't know, I don't know. do you know what i was trying to say yes yeah yeah he had the most influence right yeah one of he the most influenceable influenceable <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Uh, anywho. Um, all right. So to pr prepare for ministry, second one then would be to seek God's wisdom, mm -hmm. which is, you know, kind of in line with, with preparing for ministry, but specifically um, Acts 14 and 23 talk about Paul and Barnabas. They prayed and fasted for the elders of the churches before committing them to the Lord for his service. So, right. Yeah. And it's funny when they, they prayed and fasted for the elders here. Now they, on the missionary journey, they made their way from, uh, Antioch in Syria, all the way to Antioch and Pisidia, all the way to Lystra and Derby, and then they came back again to strengthen and encourage the churches mm. 
uh, that which is such an important it's so epic we can right. do a podcast on that yeah. the importance of encouragement right they could have just kept on going in that circle but they went back mm-hmm. and it, i just find it funny it's like all right we're here two weeks ago it's time to uh choose the <laughs> elders of the church it's yeah like, all right you got saved um at noon, right. you got to save that too. So you got a little more experience. <laughs> a little more senior. Right. Right. But they, they fast. If you don't have an answer to something, seek yes. God through fast. Yes. yes. So good. And that's, again, in, in business decisions you guys have coming up, uh, relationship decisions. Like, yep. hey, am I, is this the one I'm to marry? Mm. Right? Any young ones listening? You don't have to be young, I guess, but unmarried at this point. Spend some time. Right. Like, really seek God. And there's not a better time. Uh, to just spend time in his presence while fasting, mm-hmm. right? So yep. it's great. All right, uh, three then would be to show grief. And this is great. So this is in uh, Nehemiah. It says, Nehemiah mourned, he fasted, and prayed. And when he learned Jerusalem's walls had been broken down, uh, uh, leaving the Israelites vulnerable in disgrace. Yeah, that's Nehemiah chapter one in the first four verses there. Mm-hmm. Um, so mourned, fasted, and prayed. Once he, like, it's like, oh my gosh, some terrible stuff happened. And it wasn't like clinging to what we do when we get grief. It's like, oh, get the ice cream. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and I say we as a, what Christian does when he, he's like, get the queso. <laughs> Somebody, Joe Sheraldo just texted me about queso the other day. Actually, I think in no. some referencing a podcast, I, I've been pretty good with queso lately. yeah you have been your whole diet has been getting much much better yeah proud of you thank you yes absolutely absolutely yeah. but just in that as when grief happens i think this is a, a important thing for us to really think through to pre-decide these decisions is powerful because when stuff happens it's there's there's triggers in place that cause things to happen it's like what if as actual kingdom entrepreneurs we're like oh my gosh, this is a terrible situation or maybe a, a bad health report or something. It's like, okay, what do we do in this situation? How do we mourn? We can actually fast in th- that mourning time, yeah. in that grief period. And to show right. grief is to, to show our heart, really wear mm-hmm. our heart on, on our sleeve. And Nehemiah, I mean, he was heartbroken when he was getting report of what was happening yeah. uh, as some of the um, Jews were being sent back. Yep. to to Israel from captivity and it broke his heart and what what happens in a true fast in a true if you're truly calling out to the Lord and you want communion with him oneness with him you want to hear his voice you you have to be in a humble state mm-hmm. you got to be humble and it, true humility is letting everything is like knowing the depths of your own depravity yeah like understanding like your own wickedness but then being heartbroken just for humanity as a whole for sin like mm-hmm. if you if you haven't shed a tear for like just a stranger for people that you don't know just because of sin and the effects of sin it's like you got to check your heart yeah as a christian yep absolutely that's great great point there all right number four to seek deliverance or protection this is in the book of Ezra. So Ezra declared a corporate fast uh, and prayed for a safe journey for the Israelites as they made the 900-mile trek to Jerusalem from Babylon. Mm-hmm. Yowzas. First off, that's a crazy trek. But um, uh, it, it's like, okay, we, we're going to go on this 
wild journey yeah. and it's like how do we prepare for this oh well we fast yeah right it's interesting i just love i mean how how applicable this is or could be to our lives if we actually just looked at this as like oh well yeah i could I, like any decision that we have to make any new venture that we're going to be doing mm-hmm. let's spend some time and like just fast before it yeah like, making sure that we're obviously seeking wisdom and like we we had just mentioned but then for even that protection and direction yeah that's great and as you could tell all, prayer applies to all this yes but you see how fasting and prayer go hand in hand yes we don't talk about ezra much here no yeah like on the show right yeah do yeah you know, do you know the, the verse specifically why i named ezra ezra no we named our son ezra. i thought it was uh the band better than ezra <laughs> <laughs> no, no but they have like one song good right good I don't. It's just. It's l- usually I know what you're talk, oh. talking about when you're saying you're lucky that I have the internet. Good. You just said good. You're gonna know what I'm saying. It's called good. That's the name of the song. Yeah, dude. Just you wait. Looking around. Oh yeah. yeah. probably gonna sound terrible to the listeners oh they're gonna love it (laughs) yeah so you think that their name was biblically inspired i don't know i don't know anything about them or do they just have such reverence for ezra that they're like you know what if you're better than ezra you're the number one rock band in 1987 (laughs) uh I could tell you they put one of the best music videos together of all time. Yeah, you could probably cut that off now. <laughs> I just, wanted to get to the part where they were like, good. Yeah, hopefully people just hit that uh, fast forward 30 Let, seconds rather than it, turned us if off. you guys know altogether. that song, I mean, you remember that song, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it wasn't on any of my um, cassette mixtapes that I've made. Mm, or burnt CDs. Yeah, I mean, that's not... That was before you're burning CDs unless you're making a little throwback album. Yeah, that's true. But, but yeah, I feel like I didn't listen to it until our I was age in high gap school. Actually, it was probably, it's not very significant in years, but the time of it, did you actually make mixtapes? Like, did you? No. Act, nope. Did you ever, I mean, you had radio stations in South Dakota, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. So what we would do is only. listen to the radio. And then you put a cassette tape in. Then if you want, like you would make your own mixtapes. When you heard the beginning of a song that that you that you liked, you hit the record and play button at the same time, and it recorded it. Mm. And then if you're good at it, you just hit the pause at the end rather than stop because it flowed a little better into the next one. Mm. And you pause, and then when you hear a song, you, like, you just unpause it, and you make yourself a little mixtape. Yeah. Was is that considered like pirating? I don't know. Before... I mean, it's probably illegal, right? I mean, I wasn't selling it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. You didn't get at me about pirating <laughs> my uh, little Hot 97 um, well, cassettes. Yeah. Remember Napster? Yeah. Yeah. I never. I don't think I ever actually used Napster. I was probably about 20, 21 when that became real prevalent. Like, really? Yeah. Dude, we were doing it when I was like 16, 15, 16. Yeah. You're that older, aren't you? 
I'm 42. Golly. You just turned 38. Yeah, so the numbers map out perfectly. I know. <laughs> from what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted everybody to recognize how old you were. Yeah. Way older than me. <laughs> it's not way older. <laughs> okay. Anyhow, so uh, Ezra. Yes. So Ezra yes. 710. Well, before, like, verse 9 says that the hand of the Lord was on Ezra, and it, said, it says in verse 10 that he sought out the word of God, mm-hmm. he obeyed it, and then he taught it. And I was like, man, like, that that yeah. that's what I want for myself as, like, God's given me a, a gift of teaching. I love to teach the word of God. Yep. So, but to have that heart to seek it out, mm-hmm. obey it first yourself, but then teach it. Yeah. Like there's probably a lot of teachers that are missing those first two. Right. They're like, they seek it out cause they got to teach it. Right. But <laughs> yeah, those who can't always teach. Right. <laughs> or won't not, not even can't those who won't. Right. Tend to teach and tell you what to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. This is good. Well, that's, thanks for sharing that. I didn't know that, but, but as yeah. a boy. Yep. Um, all right. So we, we said to seek deliverance or, or protection. Mm-hmm. Another one would be to repent. Yeah. This is great. So this is uh, Jonah. So after Jonah pronounced judgment against the city of Nineveh, the king covered himself with sackcloth and sat in the dust. Mm-hmm. He then ordered the people to fast and pray. Jonah 3.10 actually says this. When God saw what they did and how they turned from their evil ways, he relented and did not bring on them the destruction he had threatened. Mm. Mm. Like literally changed God's decision. Right. <laughs> right? That's yeah. fascinating. Yeah. It, it's kind of like screws with your mind because God's omniscient. So I know, he, right? he knows what's going to happen. And like, like he knows we'll all of a sudden get our yep. stuff together. Um, but the idea of God changing his mind, you can get into a whole like theological oh, yeah. conversation with right. that. It's like he already knew we were going to fast and pray. So he, the decision was already like, you know, just yeah. so, so crazy to think about. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if you think everything is like, yes, God has a, a perfect plan for us. And uh, th- there are things that are, again, mentioned it last couple of podcasts. They're within an arm's reach, but they're not in our hand yet mm-hmm. because we still have to go grab it. Yep. We have to grab hold of that thing. We have to enter our promised land. We have to enter our rest. Um, it's great. But yeah, that's good. Great. So to repent and then to gain victory mm. after losing 40,000 men in battle. In two days, the Israelites cried out to God for help. This is Judges twenty twenty six. It says, all the people went up to Bethel and sat weeping before the Lord. They also fasted the day until evening. The next day, the Lord gave them victory over the Benjamites. Mm. That's great. Yep. I mean, that's just, a, all these kind of obviously flow together. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, just prime examples, both Old Testament and New Testament here. Uh, I love this last one, though, that we've got, which is to worship God. This is in Luke of the 80-year-old prophetess named Anna. Verse 37 says, She never left the temple but worshipped night and day, fasting and praying. Anna was devoted to God, and fasting was one expression of her love for him. Yeah, Luke 2.37. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The people that I've known since I've been saved who are like the the examples of like who I want to be like spiritually mm-hmm. fasting is regular occurrence for them yeah yeah that's very true and then the ones <laughs> that you yeah 
I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> the, the ones that you actually spend time around and you're like, oh, okay, now, now I see. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So you, you mentioned here the, the six one, um, mm-hmm. fasting to gain victory. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Number five to repent. Right. Yeah. So I think a, a big part of one, what Jesus was talking about in Matthew six, like we, we got into a little bit last week is don't just go through the motions, right? Like, like what's your motive behind it? I see your true heart. So what's your motive behind it? And there's like phenomenal example of this in Isaiah 58. It's probably the longest passage. I believe it is the longest passage in scripture on fasting and the people of Israel, they're, they're mad and they're calling out to God. They're like, God, you see, we're, we're fasting. Like we're doing what you're telling us to do. Right. Yet we don't hear you. Imagine like the, the, the audacity, (laughs) right? right? God's like, wants to just like flick them probably. Right. And what he says to them, well, it says in verse three, it, like the people are saying, why have we fasted? They say, and you have not seen. Why have we afflicted our souls and you take no notice? In fact, the day of your fast, you find pleasure. This is God speaking now. In fact, the day of your fast, you find pleasure and exploit your laborers. They're like, it's like you're going through the motions, but you're still, mm-hmm. you're still experiencing entertainment. Plus, you're exploiting your laborers. I, you're supposed to be fasting. You're, yeah. you're supposed to be one with me. We're supposed to be like in this place of, of repentance and worship yet. Like, how can you fast, seek God, seek spiritual, um, spiritual, what's the best word for it? Spiritual discernment, spiritual, like anything heavenly yeah, yeah. in your life yeah. when you're, you're doing something fleshly here right. on earth. And ultimately, God says you need to humble yourself. He says you need to bow your head down like a bulrush, spread out your sackcloth and ashes. Mm-hmm. Sackcloth and ashes in the Old Testament was a sign of repentance. And a lot of times um, it would be a sign of mourning. If somebody would die, they would put on their sackcloth and ashes on top of their head. But here's the thing. He says, is this not the fast that I have chosen? So he's saying, you you're doing a fast but it's not the fast that i chose Mm -hmm. so if you're out there and you 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 find yourself fasting but you're not hearing god still you're not seeing any spiritual breakthrough is it the fast that god actually chose for you because the god that 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 the fast that god actually chooses for you it's to loose the bonds of wickedness it's to undo the heavy burdens to let the oppressed go free to break every yoke Mm. but what God is saying here, you're saying you're fasting, but guess what? You have a lot of crap still in your heart. You're, it's like, what again, what's your motive? What What's yeah. really going on there? You didn't really cry your heart out to me. So you have unrepentant sin in your heart. And I think that's the, the biggest reason why when we pray and we fast, we don't get answers from the Lord. And why we're in such a like, terrible state as a church, as a whole, in this country is because we don't confess our sin. Mm. We, we, we just let it sit and build up in our heart. And David says in Psalm 66, if I regard iniquity in my heart, God will not hear my prayers. 
Wow. That's fascinating. It's not even that God won't answer my prayers. He's not even choosing to hear them. It's just like, <laughs> I'm not hearing that. Right. that you got Talk to the it, hand. Yeah, you got garbage <laughs> in your heart. Wow. You, you, you're going to go through the motions and pray. Go through the motions and fast. Congratulations. You didn't eat eat food for 24 hours congratulations right. you're still not going to hear anything from me because you got crap in your heart that you didn't confess mm. that's so good mm. that's psalm 66 yep yeah verse 18 and even if you read a couple verses before and after david says come and hear all you who fear god and i will declare what he has done for my soul i cried to him with my mouth and he was extolled with my tongue. So he, he confessed with his mouth. He mm -hmm. cried out to the Lord, like, pour out your heart to God. What's Get, extolled mean? Like, exalted, praised. Okay. Okay. Then he says, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear. But certainly God has heard me. I love that. Have the <laughs> confidence. Like, have the confidence to know that I confessed all my sin. Yep. I've repented. I turned from those things. And have no doubt in your mind that God is going to hear your prayer. Mm. I love it. But certainly God has heard me. He has attended to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God who has not turned away my prayer nor his mercy from me. That's great. I love that. That is good, man. Psalm 66. So many psalms that I'm just like. Don't read. I'm confessing this right now. <laughs> and so many are good. Like they are. Yeah. Especially a, a psalm like this of David, where I you could almost put yourself in, in David's shoes. Right. Yeah. Absolutely could. I love it. This is great, man. Makes me want to fast. Yeah. Um. So we went through these. Uh, reasons why to fast. Mm -hmm. um, well, I don't think we need to go through like how to necessarily do it. There's going to be a lot of, uh, uh, you know, a lot of versions of water only or, uh, right. you know, even a couple weeks ago, I think I messaged uh, you and Raj and I, was, I said, I'm fasting social media this week. So mm -hmm. could you guys just pay attention if there's anything on there? Right. Um, but every time in the Bible, I just like to be clear on this, we nowadays just from, with culture, we say that we're like going to fast something, which is great. I think if your heart is there, it's like, what's the point of doing that? Um, but the Bible, it's like the only time fasting is really talked about is it's food, mm -hmm. right? So like it's, it's again, denying flesh and seeking God, yeah. like spending that time with him. Yeah. I see it from two, two sides here because... They didn't have social media at the time. Praise they the didn't Lord. have they didn't have a lot to to fill the desires of their flesh with. Right, food was the greatest one. Mm. And despite everything we have access to now, I still think food is the greatest one. Sure, because you could probably go without social media a few hours, but what about food and water? Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, you're, you're, you're gonna get hungry, yeah. especially if it's you or yep. Scott. <laughs> you guys eat a lot. <laughs> I do too, since I, uh, you know, I work out yeah. more, you know, the things we do to hold each other accountable and, right. you know, you just, uh, things from the people around you start to rub off on you. So I eat yeah. more now than I ever did before 2020. Oh, you're blaming me. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh -huh. No, but the 100% um, fast from those things, right? If, right. if you're going to fast, anything that is 
distraction, um, man. Right, or giving you any sort of physical pleasure. Yeah. Lay that aside. It's self-denial. That's yeah. really what fasting is. You're, you're denying your flesh. It's self-denial. And I, I shared this with you recently. I, I understood the significance of fasting about a month after I came home from rehab back in 2011. I came home. And from the day, uh, that day I got saved, surrendered to Christ, got filled with the Holy Spirit, delivered from my addiction. I didn't have, like, I still got on the plane the next day, went to rehab there to 30 days. Uh, a lot of people know my story. But I had no craving at all the whole time in rehab. I'm home for, yeah. like, a good month. Nothing. There was no craving, no physical urge, nothing. Mm -hmm. And then Lucy was at my apartment. I was doing laundry. Laundry room was, was downstairs. And I'm walking back up the stairs with the laundry basket. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. Mm. Like out of nowhere, it just hit me where I had like the most intense craving on earth. And like I literally stopped on the staircase. And she came back down. And I like I had tears in my eyes. She's like, what's going on? I said, I just got this like unbelievable craving for these pills and she's like it, it's okay she i remember we sat on the stairs she put her arm around me and she's like just pray just pray just pray she's like coaching me to pray and what it was was just kind of like calling on the lord crying. i don't even mm -hmm. know what i said to him but it was just like help me yeah <laughs> right like yeah. there's no more effective prayer than help right. me like when peter when he fell into to the water what was it lord help me yeah. right yep and what happened when you cry out like that lord help me in that time of need and there's no iniquity in your heart and it's pure and and real god will god will dive in and rescue you and i'll never forget it's one of the most mirac miraculous things i've ever experienced on this earth was i literally felt that burden of the craving just lift and wow. the peace of god came in i was like oh my god like prayer works, but right. the the fasting part comes in. No, I didn't go on this like long fast, but I abstained from what my flesh was desiring at the time. So if you abstain, don't think that like whatever you're abstaining from is gonna just like eat you alive, swallow you alive. Those yeah. those cravings will go, yep. but, and and you could get through it. Now that if uh, you're you're fasting like. 40 days and no food I, I you probably have to endure some of those right those cravings along the way but god will replace anything that your flesh feels and and replace yeah. it tenfold yes it's great it kind of flows with a few weeks ago when we did the body soul spirit mm -hmm. yep like which one are you feeding yeah that's great yep and don't just uh, abstain either there's interesting story in a book that i read how are we doing on time can i get another quick story oh yeah you're good okay yeah solid um um it's a book called why grace changes everything by chuck smith and he mentions a, a story from greek mythology in there but it has like practical application to it there's these two ships ulysses and orpheus i haven't read this in a while so if i get it wrong some details wrong don't kill me um but essentially there is this this island and any ship that that drove close that that sailed close to the island they would be lured towards the island because these these horns would play from the island and it would seduce like mm. those who were on these ships and the the ships would just like steer towards the island and there was all jagged rocks around the island so every ship that steered towards it would shipwreck and everybody would die so uh, why don't they just swim to the island not the, not the moral of the story. <laughs> they all died. It was a big rock. Uh, they hit hard. Okay. Whatever it was. <laughs> so anyway, 
or the ship Orpheus, they they knew about this island, and what they said was, "We're going to tie everybody down as we get close to this island, and, and when we start to hear these horns, we're going to tie everybody down, and we're just going to keep a straight path. We're going to go right past the island." Mm. And it says that they did, and everybody was just like trying to tear out of their their the chains that they had chained themselves yeah. with, and they get out of the sound of the horns. But it says that those horns tormented them for the rest of their lives. Wow. So they abstained from it, but they weren't, like, in the sense of addiction, you mm. can lock yourself in a room for a week, but are you delivered from that? By no means. Right. So they abstained from, from something, but it did them no good. They were tormented by it the rest of their lives. So when it comes to fast, don't just abstain from food and think that you're fasting. Mm. Don't just abstain from social media and think that you're fasting. No, because... You need to, to consecrate yourself, set your heart, your, your mind, your soul, your will, everything that's in you, focus on the Lord, become one with him, repent, get rid of all the crap that's in your heart, vomit all over him. Like he, he wants you to, he wants to know every deep, dark thing he already knows, but he wants you to confess it. Yeah. Confess those sins, repent and, and allow the peace of God allow, like just yep. be a beneficiary of his grace. Um, we, talked in uh what was it acts chapter 13 where it said that paul and part paul and barnabas that they persuaded the disciples to continue in the grace of god mm. it's stuff like this this is how we continue in the grace of god yeah yep. we continue to receive his grace when we do things like this when we go on real fast yeah that's great man and that story is really really good because we all have like willpower we have like yeah. the ability to say no, to abstain. Mm -hmm. And if we're even trying to build any new habits in our life, it's not about like, uh, or, or, or get rid of bad habits. How about that? It's not about just abstaining from the bad habits, but it's about replacing them with right. good habits. Right? right. Because, and so as you're, you know, denying yourself, it's replacing it with, with reliance on him. Yeah. Right. And so, you're just going through the motions then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're just going through the motions. That's what God is calling out these people in Isaiah 48 for. Just Love going that. through the motions. Love that. So I got four bullet points then, basically. Sure. Fasting is not so much about food as it is about focus. Mm. I like that. Uh, fasting is not so much about saying no to the body as it is about saying yes to the spirit. Mm. Kind of fitting along there. Fasting is not about doing without, but it's about looking within. Mm. Like that, and then the last one here: fasting is an outward response to an inward attitude and cry of the soul. Yeah, yeah, like that. pretty good. much covers it. Yeah, yeah, love that. That's good. Yes, would love you guys' feedback on this, and um, yeah, maybe we could put together a little King's Council fast. Yeah, we'll announce it to the tribe and community, and. Mm -hmm. um, See if it works uh, for people's schedules or if you can make it work for people's schedules. I think that would be fun. Mm -hmm. Talked with a few people in the community already about doing this. And just, uh, it's, it's interesting too because the people that I've mentioned it to, they're like, bro, I felt, I've been feeling like, like God calling me to something like mm -hmm. this too. And it's like, well, yeah, he's, he's expecting us to do this. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but I would love to hear if any of you guys have kind of that, that stir, that hunger. Uh, it doesn't have to be crazy, right? Mm -hmm. But, uh, I think crazy things can happen when we actually seek the Lord yeah. and uh, spend that time with him. So that being said, what do we got? Any announcements? Uh, we have a uh, become the CEO of your life event. Ooh, yeah. yeah. First weekend of April. Yes. Yes. Our, 
our registration page should be up. It's going to be kingscouncilevents.com, um, April 5th, 6th, and 7th. We're really kind of taking it a whole weekend. The 7th is really going to be Sunday service. Right. Um, but the 5th, that evening, we'll start out for a couple hours, probably get rolling about 6.30. Mm-hmm. And then um, we'll spend the full day Saturday together, which is going to be awesome. Yep. It's going to include prayer. It's going to include worship. It's going to include some epic exercises mm-hmm. that uh, um, are all really uh, the practical application of in the Word of God here. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of fun to, to really lay those things out. So whether you've been to one of those in the past or if it's brand new for you, I want to invite you guys to that. It's in the middle of nowhere, um, armpit of America. <laughs> <laughs> Elkins, West Virginia. Um, we're flying into Pittsburgh, I think, yeah. and it's about a two-hour drive from there. But you do uh, such a good job of selling it, and then you're like, "Yeah, it's in the middle. Don't even bother showing up." Well, I, I only want those that want to be there to yeah. be there, yeah. right? It's going to take some work if you want yeah. to level up in any area of your life. You got to be willing to jump through some hoops, mm-hmm. catch some planes, some trains, some automobiles, <laughs> and uh, uh, if that's what you want, then join us. Yeah, Summit Church. Uh, again, kingscouncilevents.com. West Virginia. Did we even mention West Virginia? You Take just said we're flying in. West Virginia. Is that it? No, that's Meet Virginia. Meet Virginia. Yeah. But, Take me home. Yeah, but I'm. I'm there's two different. We're singing two different songs. I know. I was singing oh, okay. West Virginia. Yeah, and I'm like, Meet Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could sing. Me, I I you're don't like, think you're too. terrible. <laughs> Uh, my daughter can sing. She was bellering. Yeah. She's practicing for Annie. Yeah. She's amazing. Yes. Yeah. Clearly doesn't come from you. No. Nor her mommy. Oh. Yeah. Ellie, I mean. She's unique, man. You sure that she's not an angel? (laughs) She's like. Of course she is. Perfect human being. Yeah. I love her so much. Yes. Um, Anyways, we'll see you guys on next week's episode. Peace.